0: Welcome to Hustlers Healthy Hacks. I'm Madeline Carafa, creator and host of The Healthy Hustlers. And I'm Tegan Martin, former Miss Universe Australia and presenter. Every Tuesday, we will be bringing you raw and honest conversations that we hope will empower you to live a healthier, happier
1: life. If you enjoy our conversations, we'd love you to follow our adventures on Instagram. You can find Tegan at Tegan.Martin and myself, Madeline, at The Healthy Hustlers. Now, let's dive into this week's conversation. Hey, teagues, Welcome
0: back to the Healthy Hustlers. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. It's raining today here in Newcastle, so I'm a little bit neg, but
1: look, I'm here with you now, so it's a good afternoon. Oh, my goodness. I feel exactly the same. (laughs) It is pouring here. We've got like five days straight of like winter, winter weather, so yeah, I totally feel you. And I'm so I glad that we're like both that. in our cozies I like, doing I this. I Melvin,
0: Melbourne for the sun and I was like, oh, my gosh, I've just realised how important the hot weather is to my my happiness. It just makes such a difference. Not that I'm unhappy when it's raining, but I'm, like, really happy when I can just pop out on my lunch break and get some sun and now it's raining. So that was a
1: great idea. <laughs> Well, this whole process, this isolation, has really made me just reinforced how much I need to be close to the ocean and how much I need to be in hot weather because Melbourne ain't doing it for me right now. That's well, for girl. sure.
0: Byron, twenty forty. I'm telling you. Oh my
1: god, we'll be there. Don't worry. <laughs> um, so today's episode has actually been a request from one of our listeners, which was really exciting to receive because I love hearing from our listeners and the different topics that they want us to talk about. And we both thought that. This this one was very fitting given the current state of affairs. So Mm. a listener did write in a message and say that she was feeling a lot of disappointment around her wedding, not going to plan. And would we be able to do a topic or talk about it? And as soon as I received it, I was like, yes, this is so perfect because I think right now we are all experiencing some form of disappointment in some way, shape, or form. If it's a special occasion, an engagement, a wedding having to be cancelled, your honeymoon, overseas holiday, mm. work, like I know for you and I, it's probably definitely affected us more from a work level. We're all feeling some form of, of disappointment. So it's a great one for us to chat about. And I know you've got so many great insights for this. So how can we get into it? I think it can be as
0: simple as your friends maybe being so caught up in their own world right now because they've got so many moving parts and, uh, and so much uncertainty that maybe they're not answering your phone calls as much as they normally mm. are like everyone is experiencing as you said disappointment on some level right now it's about how quickly they're shaking it off and being able to defunk themselves which has been our word of the year um, so <laughs> we, we do really want to go into some ways you can shake off disappointment and refocus your goals, which we'll we'll go into in a second. But first Mads, I want to hear an example of of when you've experienced some serious disappointment that you sort of either felt trouble shaking off or that you directed your intentions back to um, new goals or what's more important
1: to, to focus on really quickly. Yeah, absolutely. So I think my wedding's actually probably a, a prime example. It would lead up to my wedding. I shouldn't say my wedding day because that was definitely not one bit of disappointment there. But in the lead up to my wedding, we were in Byron Bay because that's where we got married. And I tried on my wedding dress a few days before and I'd broken out in this crazy rash on my back and my my dress was backless. Oh. And I went into full freakout mode and um, I guess in the lead up to the wedding, naturally, you're a little bit stressed and anxious. And so I'd obviously lost a little bit of weight. And so the dress wasn't quite fitting me or looking the way that I had planned it to. So I went into this, oh my goodness, I went into this like full meltdown. But here I was in beautiful Byron Bay, all of our friends and family flying in, like I was there with my parents, my brother, Ryan and his family, like could not have been better. Mm. But all I was focused on was this rash on my back and the fact that, oh, my God, my dress doesn't isn't fitting me properly and it's just not sitting the way I wanted it to. And I was saying all of this to my dad as we're walking along the beach and he just looked at me and he said, Maddie, are you actually serious? Like this is so trivial. Think mm-hmm. of all of the people that will never, ever, ever get to experience a wedding, all of the girls. And he pointed out one of our, our close family friends who – yeah, she has a disability and, you know, would probably love to be in the situation that mm. I was in right then. And he just said to me, like, you know, I cannot believe that you're focusing your energy on that when you have so much to look forward to. And it was just the biggest wake up call and exactly what I needed to hear mm. because I was so caught in this overthinking this really, really trivial situation. And I just, the moment he said it, I shifted my whole energy and I just knew that he was so right, put everything back into perspective and just thought, oh my God, how lucky am I? Like I'm literally just the luckiest person to be in this situation. I'm about to marry the love of my life with all of the people that I love here in our happy place where we met. But and instead, I just—you
0: created a story saying Ryan's not going to make it anymore. Story. I've got a back rash.
1: <laughs> created a story on like poor me. I've yeah. got a rash. Like who cares? <laughs> and funnily enough. The next day I woke up, the rash had cleared, the photos, although I didn't end up being completely happy with my dress. Nevertheless, the photos of the wedding day that I love, the dress is sitting great and you wouldn't even tell that it looks a little bit too big. So I think it was just such a reminder. I remind myself of that all the time. The moment that I shifted that energy and focused on gratitude and put things into perspective, everything just kind of fell into place. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's probably one of the times I think especially having so much expectation. I think mm. whenever we have expectation of things mm. um, and we put so much emphasis on the way we want something to be, mm. it always leads to some form of disappointment.
0: Absolutely. Practicing non-attachment in life is one of the most powerful ways to not find yourself in, you know, a self-pity funk of not knowing where to go next or not knowing what yes. you know how to set new goals you, you can wind up in a really negative place when you're focusing and putting so much energy into trivial things and as yeah we definitely spoke earlier today trivial things are something that takes far
1: too much of our energy absolutely and it diverts our energy so much that It's like it swallows us up that we're so unaware of all the other amazing things Mm -hmm. that are happening around us. So it can be a really vicious cycle that you get stuck in and and it's then the more negative things start almost happening in your life because Mm -hmm. you're so focused on that one thing that didn't go to plan the way you wanted it to.
0: Absolutely. The first thing I was ever told when I started my self-development journey was you can never feel disappointed or stressed whilst you're feeling gratitude. If you are stressed and disappointed and angry at yourself for something, think of three things that you're grateful for. It doesn't matter how simple they are, repeat them over and over and over in your head and you actually can't feel disappointment and gratefulness at the same time. It's impossible. So, yeah, flood your whole nervous system with yeah. feelings of of being grateful and gratitude, and and you yeah. can kiss goodbye that disappointment feeling pretty quickly. And it is about changing your state. We have to learn to change our state faster because you know if we come home from work, and we've said this before, and we're carrying around this disappointing, I've had a bad day, my boss was a dickhead to me today, and we're carrying that through to our evening with our partner. You know, it's not fair on them, so we no, have to change our not. state before mm-hmm. we step out into the lounge room and have that conversation over dinner because Mm. yeah we're just just not learning to change our state quickly enough. And something that I I go in and out of doing it well, but at the moment I feel like because we've got all this extra time on our hands and we are at home and able to meditate more often, I'm really, really focusing on learning how to change my state as quickly as possible. And for me, I've always said it, a huge one is just having a hot shower. I can be so bitter and angry and disappointed at someone and then jump in the shower take some deep breaths you know breathe in the steam put some happy vibe songs on while I'm in there and walk out a
1: completely different human to talk to and I think you know the music and shaking it off is such a good one like Mm. I think to what you touched on with the gratitude I really loved that and I think sometimes especially at the moment, it can be a little bit harder to choose gratitude because mm-hmm. it feels like we're in a state of disappointment for quite a long period or, mm-hmm. or the disappointment is happening day in, day yeah. out. Well,
0: when the disappointments kind of stack up, up, that's when people really exactly.
1: struggle to take it off. But I think if we're reinforcing like time and time again, I'm choosing like I actually almost use a bit of a mantra or I'll say over and over in my head, mm. Maddie, stop choose gratitude, choose gratitude, focus on gratitude and I'll mm-hmm. say it again and again and then I'll stop and I'll think about all the things that I have to be grateful for, which we all have a million things that we can think of, even the fact that we're just going through this in the country that we are.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then, I, you know, choose gratitude, choose gratitude, I repeat it and I repeat it till I can get myself in that state of like, okay, I've actually got a grateful heart now mm-hmm. and I've shifted that energy and that focus out of the state of disappointment or, you know, the poor me into Gratitude.
0: I love that. I wouldn't normally do this, but because our episode is on disappointment, I want to give people an example of some of the things that would be the opposite to a positive affirmation that would be going through our head when we are feeling disappointed and we are sitting in that self pity and that funk. So, th- this is what the kind of things w- would look like that you would be saying in your head or maybe even out loud um, when you're stuck in disappointment. And I can definitely resonate with some of these. <laughs> I'm just not good enough nothing ever works
1: out for me like it does
0: others, this always happens to me. So
1: I actually <laughs> hear people say it all the time. And yep. I think any words, reoccurring sentences or words or statements like that, that you are saying to yourself, so you talk-tool. need to start catching them. Absolutely. Mm. And you need to just seriously follow it up with something so positive. No, I'm capable of doing this Mm. or this will work in my favor. I know that the universe has my back, whatever Mm. it may be. It needs to start flipping that negative self-talk into something positive straight away. And honestly, you get the most incredible outcomes from it. Like I cannot explain how much that actually works like how powerful that is Mm. as a tool Mm. well post listening
0: to this episode you guys are all going to know what kind of sentences may pop up that you need to start catching yourself out on so as I just said this always happens to me that's a big one that I think many people often feel and think and now that you've heard this episode all you have to do is relate it to this episode and go, this is what they were talking about. And I don't know, get a rubber, have a hairband on your arm and pull it out and snap it snap it on your skin and, and just create awareness around catching yourselves out on saying those kind of things and mm. flipping it into a positive affirmation. Or if you don't want to go that woo-woo, forget the positive affirmation, just stop yourself from saying negative ones as a first starting point.
1: (laughs) Yeah. My old boss actually used to always do the head elastic one, like have an elastic band or a hair tie. And every time you catch yourself saying a negative negative self-talk, you have to swap it. And you'll be amazed how many times you end up swapping it. But the more awareness there is, I think this is anything really in life. It's awareness. It's becoming aware of those negative thoughts and that negative. Negative self-talk and,
0: and that everyone has them,
1: which means you know that totally. there's nothing wrong with you and that you're not,
0: you're not actually someone that it always happens to and that you're not actually incapable of something. It's just a normal human thing to think when you're in a funk.
1: Yes, definitely. But I think the more that you're telling yourself that, the more you're attracting the negativity or the disappointment mm-hmm. into your life. Mm-hmm. But one other thing I did want to touch on, and I think this is Really important. I know I said it before about expectations, but I think one of the worst things that we do as humans Mm -hmm. is that we put so much expectation on situations. Give it be a relationship, a up-and-coming holiday, an event we're going to. Mm. We place so much emphasis on the way we want it to go or, you know, what we want to wear or the boy we want to meet that night or whatever it may be, that we actually end up creating disappointment Mm -hmm. instead of just trusting in the process, letting things happen the way that they are actually naturally meant to happen. And I experienced this a lot the first time I traveled to Europe was that I researched all of these places, you know, time and time again, I spent mm. hours looking at them, seeing pictures, looking at people, you know, online who had been there before, that when I actually got to the places, I was almost so super disappointed.
0: Down. Oh, man. So let down. Those color filters, they, uh, they change totally. the a bit. <laughs>
1: And I think, you know, I almost set myself up for so much disappointment because I just placed so much emphasis on it, yeah. um, expectation and emphasis on what I wanted it to be like. And so I think we need to start focusing more on the way we want to feel in situations mm. and the way we want, you know, in a, if it's in a relationship or if it's in a job or stop Worrying about what the perfect outcome is and instead worry about how you want to feel. Yeah, it's
0: really easy to have this image in your head of the perfect wedding and then get to a point where you're like, and I've had a few friends recently go through this where they're like, I actually don't have the funds to make a wedding like that happen. And that's really yeah. sad and that's unfortunate, but. The wedding's not about that perfect moment where there's a huge tree with fairy lights and there's, you know, a really expensive band playing behind you and there's a perfect flower wall. Like it's not about that. It's about the feeling, as you just said, of love and connection and commitment. So whether we maybe stop having this image in our head and start listing, as you said, the feelings Mm -hmm. that we want to feel, like, you know, whether it be applying it to getting a degree and going down a a certain path instead of saying i want to get a degree and i want to have this specific job how about i want to get a degree so that i have this feeling which will then attract in the right job for me
1: Yes, exactly. It is so true. And it's funny that you say that about the weddings because there's a girl that I have connected with through Instagram, Emma Claire, and I know mm. she's a listener of the, of the podcast, but I was messaging her because she's meant to be getting married this year. And obviously with all the Corona stuff, she's had to postpone the wedding. And I was messaging her on Instagram and just said, Hey, how are you feeling about it all? And she just had the most positive uplifting approach I was Mm. just so blown away and just in awe of the way that she could think in that state Mm. she was like it doesn't even matter. Like all that matters is that I'm marrying the love of my life. Mm. Like I don't care if that ends up happening in my street. And I was like, go girl. Like that is just such a beautiful approach because that's all it comes down to is the fact that you are getting married to marry the love of your life and your best friend. So nothing else really should matter. I think we put so much – expectation and so much pressure on ourselves as girls to have these perfect days and perfect Mm. occasions if it's a baby showers or engagements or whatever it may be and it just doesn't need to happen we don't need Mm. to put that much pressure on ourselves Mm. Mm. yeah another big one is the perfect dream
0: home with the white picket fence and the perfect trees out the front I mean Mm -hmm. it's probably not realistic to have that in in your mid to late 20s and That's okay. We need to adjust our expectations, which is going to stop us from reaching some serious disappointment. I've got um, a list here of things that when we said we were going to record an episode on disappointment, I listed some of the things that I feel are often linked to me being disappointed and not being able to get myself out of that feeling of disappointment and there are a few things and this is pretty confronting to say out to the world but some of the things that stop me moving through disappointment and have me sitting in it for too long are complaining, dodging responsibility, making excuses. So mm. I definitely the more- them
1: making excuses
0: yeah it's like I'm disappointed because this didn't happen but instead of refocusing my goals and changing my feeling towards this and, and then I'll maybe start attracting in a different path I'm just going to sit here and make excuses because this sucks and it sh- this shouldn't have happened to me because I planned it to be this way mm-hmm. <laughs> that's exactly the voice in my mind when I'm like complaining and making excuses by the way
1: <laughs> it's so crazy though we're We're actually all wired the same. And I think that that's what we need to be a little bit kinder to ourselves.
0: Well, you don't know about all the jibber jabber that goes on in each other's heads. So you start to think you're crazy. Sometimes I'm like, does anyone else have this much drama going on in their mind? It's like never ending. (laughs)
1: Yes, but we do, we all have it. And I think, you know, a lot of our topics that we do talk about on the podcast actually link into disappointment. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the main things that we need to do to overcome this successfully almost is to just cultivate that feeling of gratitude and to, Mm -hmm. you know, be more enthusiastic and open to the way a situation is going to play out on its Mm -hmm. own terms instead Mm -hmm. of like creating this, perfect image in our head of what we think it should be or how it should play out and instead you know like we said before focusing on the feelings and Mm -hmm. the gratitude of the situation
0: and just going with the flow a little bit more and and as you said before with that friend of yours that was like I'm gonna get married in the street if I have to that's what it's about for me it's about the love it's like if only more of us could have that attitude towards being alive and just enjoying and being happy, being happy. Like we're just not, we're not happy because we're too fixated on what we should have and where we should be. Mm -hmm. And I do think we all move the goalposts as soon as we get there. So we're never actually sitting in this like, like real, like happy gratitude filled place. We're often moving the goalposts and going, when I get there, then I'll be happy, and then we get disappointed because yes. we get sidetracked and we don't get there as quickly as we wanted to. But eventually, we usually do get there, and then we just move the post again. <laughs> so absolutely, we've got to you know one of enough.
1: my one of my old bosses talking about shifting the goalposts because we're all so guilty of that. Especially if you have your own business. But my old boss used to make us celebrate our wins, mm. and so in the office on all of our desks, we used to have a little bell, and every like time we that. had a win, so it. It could be anything. So say it might be a client who you've been emailed three times and it's never replied or like a brand or something you want to work with and they finally reply to your email. You could ring your bell mm-hmm. because her whole thinking was that every one of those steps or any every one of those little wins, mm-hmm. those little step closer gets you to that bigger goal at the end of the day. And so I really love that. I want to work for her. Brand, yeah, <laughs>
0: honestly,
1: really Instilled in me how important it is to celebrate each and every one of those little wins because, Mm -hmm. you know, we naturally, especially if we are quite goal driven high achievers. We set these big goals, Mm. but at the end of the day, your day-to-day work and everything that you're doing in the lead up actually contributes to that overall goal. Mm. So celebrating every day when something works in your favor to getting you to that bigger goal is so, so important. And I think that that also naturally makes you have that bit of gratitude as well, because you finish your day thinking, oh my God, I actually had a win today. Like something worked in my favor instead of focusing on, oh my God, Everything went wrong today, or, you know, I didn't get a reply from this person. You've got that win to keep going back to and to remember that feeling and that excitement.
0: I love that so much, Mads. I think that we can wrap this up by saying if you're feeling disappointed or if you're feeling like you're in a bit of a funk, start celebrating the small wins. Make sure you're not sitting in and stewing on trivial matters mm-hmm. be grateful for the small things practice gratitude and um just enjoy life really just wake up Definitely. and say today is a good day to have a good day and no matter what's going on in your life that's probably going to be you know a better yeah. start to your day than waking up and going straight into your disappointing funk
1: well, you i actually said that to many my many best best friend um this morning when we were talking Um, On the phone I said to her it's never been more important to set a really clear intention for me when I go to bed and every night at the moment I'm setting a clear intention that I'm going to wake up tomorrow, I'm going to feel good Mm. and I'm going to get things done and I, I really do. Or if there's something specific that I need to get done, I'm going to bed, I'm going to have a good night's sleep and I'm going to do X tomorrow. And yep. it honestly works a treat. But don't put too many goals in place. I think if
0: you wake up with the intention of getting that one main thing done, instead of going to bed and writing list of 10 things you've got to get done tomorrow, totally, you're not going to do it. Just set the, just totally. do the one thing. And then once mm-hmm. you're in the mojo, you'll want to do the five other things that you can think of. Absolutely, I think we need to, yeah, we need to start setting our expectations less high. There you go. It can come down to just setting your goal list for the day. Like we're, we're just trying to bite off more than we can chew. When I write mm-hmm. my goal list sometimes, mm-hmm. I know that I'm not going to get it all done. I'm like, and I, I finish it and I'm like okay I'm gonna do it I'm gonna do it I'm like forcing myself to this Tony Robbins headspace like I'm gonna get through all this today but deep down I know I'm having a laugh
1: <laughs> and there you, you've already set yourself up for disappointment Valor. by yep. creating that yep. ridiculously big to-do list which is just so unrealistic
0: there you have it guys anyway, that's our feel of disappointment and uh there definitely won't be disappointment on downloads of this episode because I feel like it's been one of our best yet
1: <laughs> love it. Thanks, Tiggs. Miss you. I'm mad. Thank you all so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a five star review on the podcast app. If you'd like to suggest a topic, we'd love to hear from you via Instagram at The Healthy Hustlers or via the website, TheHealthyHustlers.com. If you'd like to stay up to date with all things hustle, Please follow at tegan.martin and at the healthy hustlers on Instagram. See you all next week.